0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, Raider Nation. Welcome to the Believe in Raiders podcast and the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Dennis Akron. we will be joined by former Raider great Stanford Routes. Raiders went toe-to-toe with the Miami Dolphins, but in the end, the Silver and Blacks offense could not produce enough big plays. Miami escapes with a 20 to 13 victory. Dan, overall, how would you assess the Raiders' performance?
0: Uh, I would probably go ahead and give it a solid C or a C. Plus. Uh, you look at the final score uh, with it being 13 to 20, it wasn't 49 to 25 or anything like that. Uh, you did not see a, a barrage of points being scored by the Miami Dolphins' offense. So you have to give kudos to the Raiders' defense, obviously. Uh, offensively for the Raiders. They got Aiden O'Connell as a starting quarterback. He's going to show his growing pains. He's going to go through those as we all saw today with the several interceptions that he threw. But it just goes to show that uh, in this game, it's, it comes it comes down to moments. It comes down to certain plays that could sway your team's chances at being victorious or coming out with the L. And it just goes to show that right now the Raiders, they're still missing uh, people they're missing players at a few key positions. That's going to help them get over the hump.
1: All right. Before we break down this game even more, let me get the promo read in here. And Bet Online is your number one source for all your info, stats, news, and scores. Bet Online is your sports information headquarters this season. We've co- have you covered for all your sports wagering needs: basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, boxing. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games. You can play it right from your house. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online or the game starts. All right, Stan, you mentioned the defense, and that's where I want to begin. And to me, they did everything they could to keep the Raiders in this game. I mean, they held the highest scoring team in the NFL Miami to just 20 points, including just six, two field goals. Uh, In the second half, they created three turnovers, held Miami's offense to three for 11 on third down. Dan, you played eight years in the NFL on that side of the ball. What did you think of the Raiders' overall performance?
0: Uh, I think um, we're talking about defensively, offensively, or just overall? Uh, I think defensively, I think they did a pretty good job. I mean, yeah. Tua still had 320 passing yards. Uh, I definitely wouldn't like to see that be as high. Uh, we're able to go ahead and come up with an interception, so that's a good thing. But Tariq Hill, he does that to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I can't exactly uh uh completely condemn the Raiders, the Raiders defense for getting up Tariq Hill's 10 catches, 146 yards. But the fact that they were able to hold and I believe in Devon A-Chain, he was active for this game. So yeah, he got hurt early. Yeah, exactly. So for them to be able to go against a Miami Dolphins team with Tua being the starting quarterbacks, Jalen Waddle, Tariq Hill as the receivers, and to be able to slow down that high-octane offense to only 20 points, two touchdowns, two field goals, obviously, especially two field goals in the second half, I like what I'm seeing, but because we know the Miami Dolphins they're a little bit of, you know, Dr. Heckle and Mr. Hyde, uh, where against the winning teams, they don't play well against mm-hmm. the teams without winning records. They blow them out. Obviously, the, the Las Vegas Raiders coming into this game were five and five. So they're right there on the cusp. They're not a winning team. They're not a losing team. They're 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 even. And. They were able to slow them down, obviously, and I think that uh, that's a great sign. But it just goes to show that there's still a few pieces away, especially in the back end, getting another book in edge rusher for Max Crosby to go ahead and pair with him. I just don't want Raider Nation to get overly confident, to get overly anxious thinking that, okay, you know what, number one offense in the NFL, top offense, we slow them down. You know what, we're well on our way right now to being the Cleveland Browns as what they're doing so far this season.
1: And I would just pump the brakes on that. Dan, the Raiders in the last three games, the defense surrendered just 38 points. And I know uh, we talked about this last week. Two of the games were against the Jets and the Giants. But at the same time, if you go back to week two when Buffalo lit up the Raiders defense, right, 38 points, and the, I don't think the Raiders uh, stopped them after the first drive of that football game. The Raiders defense has made strides. Where do you think the biggest improvement has been over the last, I'll say, month or so with this, with this side of the football? I would probably
0: just say that they, they seem more sound. Like, you don't see blown coverages. You don't see blown assignments. And I think that they're just playing more sound. Because think about it. Tariq Hill still had 10 catches, 146 yards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you saw the touchdown that he had. He caught the ball. And it's like he was shot out of a cannon going to the end zone. So it's not like they're out there getting a lot of turnovers. It's not like they're out there uh, shutting teams down to where they're only getting about 200 total yards of offense like the Cleveland Browns are doing to a lot of people. That's not what's going on. What you're really seeing is the Las Vegas Raiders are just doing a good job. I I can't say eliminate because we see the big plays with Tariq Hill. They're doing a better job of limiting the big play. And what they're doing is they're forcing teams to go the long, hard way. And I remember learning this a long time ago. If you simply do not shoot yourself in the foot, you don't beat yourself. You make teams have to turn in 8, 10, 12 play drives going 80 yards down the field. That's very difficult for most offenses because you're going to see some sort of a holding call. It's going to be a a, a bone assignment or something like that, a miscommunication between the quarterback and the receiver. You may see a drop pass. You may see the quarterback just simply just be off on his throw. An illegal procedure, something that basically thwarts that drive where now they get behind the sticks and it's second and 12 or it becomes a being a third and long situation where you're then able to get off the field. As long as you don't beat yourself, As long as you don't shoot yourself in the foot, you have blown assignments. You have blown coverages, things like that. And you force offenses to be methodical where they don't get chunk plays and they have to literally go nickel and and diamond you all the way down the field. Most teams are not equipped to do that consistently throughout the course of a game. And I think the Raiders have been able to get better at doing that. Over the last three games, obviously the Giants and the Jets, they got Zach Wilson, they got DeVito as a starting quarterback. So we got to go ahead and obviously uh, I'll put that into account. But for this Miami Dolphins offense that is basically firing off of all cylinders, minus Devon A-Chain, like you said, got hurt early in the game today. They're able to go ahead and show that that appears to be the blueprint at which they're now playing with on the defense side of the ball.
1: Okay, let's go to the other side of the football now. And the Raiders' offense struggled in particular, Stan, after that first quarter. I mean, they didn't pick up a first down in the second or third quarter. And I-, I couldn't believe when I heard that stat. I mean, Aiden O'Connell, we know he's a rookie, but he threw three interceptions, completed less than yeah, excuse mm-hmm. me, 60% of his passes. Stan, the Raiders only rushed for 36 yards, and that was the blueprint for their offense the last couple of weeks when they were victorious. They converted just four of 14 on third down, 0 for 2 on fourth down and gained less than 300 yards. So, Stan, kind of a two-part question. How much are you going to credit the Dolphins' defense? And how much of this do you look at? You know what? It's growing pains with Aiden O'Connell as a rookie quarterback. Oh, I almost kind of want to say a little bit of both.
0: You know, Vic Fangio, who's the defense coordinator for the Miami Dolphins, I've been a fan of his for a very long time, even going back to the days with the Jim Harbaugh administration for the San Francisco 49ers. And I say that because wherever Vic Fangio goes, all pro selections and all pro nods follow. You look at the the San Francisco 49ers back then 2011 through 2014 they had Patrick Willis, you had Navarro Bowman, stud linebackers. You look in the back end, Carlos Rogers, a good friend of mine, Terrell Brown, another guy, he's from Texas, I know him. And and Carlos Rogers made it to the Pro Bowl in that 2011 season. You look at Dante Whitner, you look at Deshaun Goldson. and then he goes and then you have Vic Fangio goes to the Denver Broncos and then all of a sudden you see everywhere he goes A good defense follows all pro selections, pro Bowl nods, things like that. So for Miami, having Jalen Ramsey come back, who had two picks today, by the way, having an Xavier Howard, who's also a ball hawking corner, I'm not completely surprised that the Las Vegas Raiders offense struggled. I'm not surprised. And then you factor in, you got Aiden O'Connell, rookie quarterback, not named C.J. Stroud, playing for them. It's something that uh, definitely was not surprising to see, Uh, but yes, I would probably say it's a little bit of Uh, both—the growing pains with Aiden O'Connell, young quarterback—but also Vic Fangio, fantastic defensive mind, and you got a Jalen Ramsey who's now back healthy. You got an Xavier Howard. I mean, come on—you got that cornerback tandem. You're not going to see many quarterbacks
1: have a joyous day against that uh, that duo. Something to be concerned about long term with O'Connell or just a blip on the radar? Uh I mean he's young. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, well, well, what career start is this? What number four for him, I believe? Yeah, something Sometimes like that. I, forget I mean that, right? Yeah, like, like I mean, for crying out loud, he's a rookie. And it's not like he was drafted number one and number two overall, or something like that. So it's gonna take time. And I think Antonio Pierce, Mark Davis, everybody in the organization, they know that it's gonna take time. So I would be more enthused or should I say anxious to lean towards it being a blip on the radar from the standpoint that he's young and he's going to go through these growing pains and it'll make him better in the long run rather than just to simply say this is a precursor for the remainder of his career. It may be a bit of a precursor for the rest of the season, but I would go ahead and say, venture to say when we look back on Aiden O'Connell's career, I think this spurt right here is going to be more of a blip on the radar as far as how he played To I mean, we look at that last interception. Or I'm sorry, the second to last interception. Uh, I forget which defensive lineman it was for the Miami Dolphins where we all know he can't do that. And he now knows he can't do that. So I think playing this bad, the three interceptions, I think that's going to be more of a blip on the radar than it's a precursor to any sort of any level of consistent play that you're going to see with him going forward.
1: Stan, one issue I had with the Raiders' offense was right before the half. The defense created a turnover in the Dolphins' territory, and there was no sense of urgency from the offense. They had plenty of time on the clock. Instead of trying to push the ball down the field, they decided to settle for a field goal. Stan, you're on the road. You're going up against a first-place team. you got to be aggressive there, right? Yeah, you do, but also at the same time, you got Antonio
0: Pierce, who was a former player. He understands, yes, I want to be aggressive, but I still have a young quarterback. And, yeah, we can go ahead and try to be aggressive. But you know what? Let's go ahead and take a look right now. Going into the going into halftime, the score was what, 13-14,
1: correct? Yeah, it was 14-10 when they created that it, turnover.
0: Yeah, and like it's a one-point game. If we would have said about a month ago, the Las Vegas Red is going to be playing the Miami Dolphins, who have the top offense in the NFL. They got all this team speed. They're playing down there in South Florida. It's 80 degrees of kickoff in late November. And the Las Vegas Raiders, who just got blasted by the Detroit Lions, still having Josh McDaniels as the head coach, if we would have said, you know what, they're going to be playing the Miami Dolphins, they're going to be playing on November 19th, and it's going to be 13 to 14 going into half. Most Raider fans would take that. You know what? Okay, close game. It's a one-point game. We're going into half. And I think that for Antonio Pierce, he's okay going into the half down one rather than simply trying to roll the dice. Push the ball down the field, and you know what? You cause it, uh, you wind up throwing the ball into the defense. It's a turnover, another uh, another giveaway, and now it's 10 14, or maybe even possibly 10 to 21 going into the half rather than it being simply 13 14. I venture to think that was the mindset of Antonio Pierce at that moment.
1: All right, Stan, overall, I thought the Raiders were ready to play. They took the Dolphins down to the wire when it seemed like nobody was giving the Raiders. Uh, much of a shot to win this one so I take that as a huge positive obviously there's no moral victories in the NFL loss is a loss a win is a win but I I feel like if this game was played a month ago Stan this game would have been a route the Raiders never would have been in it I thought they were well prepared I thought they looked good I thought they were competitive and I think that is where you need to look to build upon right
0: yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a lot of good things that you saw within this game that you could go ahead and build upon going forward. Obviously, with the Miami Dolphins having the high octane offense that they have and to be able to slow them down to two field goals and two touchdowns, 20 points total, when most people – Thought that this was going to be a much higher scoring affair, at least on the Miami Dolphins side. What was the what was the line going into the game? What was it, 13 and a half or 14 points, something like that? So obviously for the Las Vegas Raiders to go ahead and do their part to go ahead and not cover the spread, so to speak. I think that uh, you definitely have some things that you can build upon and look forward to. But. Nonetheless, Aiden O'Connell, you have to do a better job at protecting the football. You can't put it in the harm's way, even when you're trying to be aggressive in certain situations. But that's something he'll learn. That's something he'll grow into.
1: All right, something to look forward to is the Kansas City Chiefs next week. At home, this is a much different Chiefs team than we're used to seeing. They stand to rely much more on their defense this year than in previous seasons. So let me ask you this. How do the Raiders take that next step under mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce and come up with a signature win against a team like Kansas City.
0: They're definitely going to have to employ the type of ideology, the type of recipe that they've had for the past couple of weeks of leaning on the run game, being able to go ahead and drown out the clock, slow the game down, limit the amount of possessions that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to have. Make sure that you play top-down defense. The Kansas City Chiefs do not have a go-to wide receiver per se. You got Travis Kelsey. He's the number one go-to guy, obviously, Mm -hmm. but he's a tight end. Maybe start to run some bit of a bracket coverage, something like that. Do your best to make Patrick Mahomes play left-handed. Do not allow him to feed Travis Kelsey. Slow the game down. Lean on a Josh Jacobs. Do not allow Aiden O'Connell to get into a uh, 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 to get into a shooting contest, to get into a track me with Pad Mahomes because that is a game that we're not able to play at the speed or the rate. Blow for blow, point for point with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think you're going to have to slow the game down. You're going to have to make it ugly. You're going to have to play in between the trenches. And obviously, like I said before, Max Crosby is going to have to have a big day. He doesn't have a bookend edge rusher, so he's got to proverbially do it all on his own. Maybe try to go ahead and create some stunts, some blitzes to go ahead and create pressure from the other side on a Padma Holmes, but nonetheless, whenever you're doing that, you have to keep Padma Holmes in the pocket. I believe he's at his best whenever he's outside the pocket because then he's able to really create, extend plays and things like that. So even though he's great within the pocket as well, he's truly deadly once he evades the pocket and he's able to really extend those plays. I think that you're going to have to make sure that you stay on schedule. You're going to have to make sure that you dot your I's and cross your T's. You're going to have to be very meticulous with, with doing everything you have to do, the little things, beating the Kansas City Chiefs next week.
1: Stan, let me ask you this. After watching the Raiders the last three weeks under Antonio Pierce, how much better do you like their chances on Sunday compared to maybe a month ago coming off of the loss to the Chicago Bears or seeing the way they played against the Detroit Lions? How much better are you feeling that the Raiders, one, can not only be competitive against the Chiefs, that two, you know what? Maybe they have a shot of beating these guys. Well, I definitely like the chances better. Um, I wouldn't go as far as to say that I think it's likely
0: or highly probable that they're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I would love to see that happen. But if you're asking me to think with my head and not my heart, it's something that obviously I feel better about. Because nonetheless, these guys seem to like the now head coach and not just tolerate the now head coach like they did with Josh McDaniels. But when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, how they were able to go ahead and slow down that Miami Dolphins offense playing that game over there in Europe. That's something that shows that they're leaning on their defense even more so this year than in years past. So I think it's going to be a good matchup. I think the Raiders are going to have to make sure that they play a close-to-perfect game. I'm not going to disrespect them and say that they have to play completely perfect to beat the Chiefs, but they're going to have to play pretty close to it not having any penalties making sure that they get any sort of a loose ball any sort of those situations where you know what the ball just kind of could bounce either way they're gonna have to make sure that they go ahead and come up with some of those like Tom Landry always said it's better to be lucky than good any day I think the uh the Raiders gonna have to have a little bit of luck on their side but I think it's definitely doable it's just not something that I would go to say it's going to be probable or highly likely just because They're the reigning Super Bowl champions for a reason. They got Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid. They got a Travis Kelsey. And then you got Chris Jones on the other side of the ball. So they definitely have a plethora of great players that have propelled them to the stature that they are right now.
1: Yeah, the Raiders certainly weren't perfect against the Miami Dolphins, yet they still, on the final drive, had an opportunity to tie that game and perhaps even go for two and go for the win or or play for overtime, however they would have uh, saw to play that one out. So, Stan, you got a prediction for me for – uh Raiders Chiefs next Sunday oh you know today I I really liked what I saw mm-hmm. I liked what I saw it
0: gave me a lot of motivation it gave me a lot of confidence going forward and because of that slowing down that offense the way they did I'm gonna go ahead and I will say uh, I will go ahead and say Chiefs 24
1: Raiders 20 okay I don't know why, but after the last three weeks, seeing what we've seen under Antonio Pierce, the players are clearly buying in to whatever he's selling. And it, 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 it to, to me, today gave me a lot more confidence because, I, th- like I said, I expected Miami 31-17, something along those lines. And for the most part, the Raiders went toe-to-toe. Dan, I don't know why. I just got a gut feeling the Raiders are going to upset the Chiefs on Sunday. Just, hey, I love maybe, it. I love maybe it's it. Just I, my heart. I,
0: I hope that I'm wrong.
1: I do too. I'm i thinking 23-20. Obviously, uh, you know, trying to stop Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And I think if you could... Wrap your rounds, head around stopping Travis Kelsey. Those wide receivers, there's nothing to lead about that group of wide receivers now with Kansas yeah, City. So, and like I said, maybe I'm thinking more with my heart after watching Sunday's uh, loss to Miami and in the previous two weeks, the two wins. So we'll see how it all plays out. Partner, this is our last podcast before Thanksgiving. So just want to give a shout out, Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I hope it's a happy and safe one for all of your, you and your family.
0: Yeah, my man, Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. And, man, the same way, much love. And I definitely can't wait to go ahead and get back on this
1: thing next week. Sounds good. All right, Raider Nation, that's going to do it for this edition of the Believe in Raiders podcast, presented by BetOnline.ag. For my partner, Stanford Route. I'm Dennis Ackerman. Happy Thanksgiving, Raider Nation. And may all your punts find the coffin corner. Thank you for listening to Believe.